You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right. Welcome back, Courting Cuties, to our second episode of our second season. I feel like Jay-Z, he did 444. We can do like 222. 222. <laughs> two, two. It's actually just 22s. I don't Anyway, you know what? It's fine. I'm Chatrice. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Louise. All right. So, Louise, what have you been up to in the last seven days since we last chatted? <laughs> what have I been up to? Um, further unpacking and cleaning up my house. Oh, that's I, good. You know, set up my little workstation. Um, had to move the cat's litter box because he just kept pooping all over the floor. And so that's gross. So, <laughs> so, <good. laughs> so I'm just like, oh, okay, clearly this litter box is not working for you. Thank you for communicating that to me by pooping. Um, there you go. And here we are. Yeah, I'm just honestly just trying to make it through. How about I you? I had so many meetings today, Louise. Like, you know, oh. I do not do mornings just like this applies to my personal life and pretty much to work (laughs) and like if I can push meetings back to start you know maybe around like 10 10 30 11 that's great but child Mm -hmm. I had to get up did you have an eight o'clock no but I had an eight o'clock on Friday like last Friday like I like I was like this is the one chunk of 60 minutes this is the only chunk of like I've gone most of my career not having to have eight o'clock meetings. I didn't realize they were even a thing. I was like, oh, people really do eight o'clock meetings. Because that means you would have had to get up before eight (laughs) to get started and now to get logged on or to drive. Like, so that means like, I'm like, no, at eight o'clock, I'm just trying to remember what my name is. Like, I don't (laughs) need like- My favorite favorite is the people who joke like, sorry, I can't bring the donuts, but we should have lots of fun. I'm like, no, where's the coffee? Do that? I'm yes. sorry, if you dare bring up a heavenly uh, doughy treat such as a donut, you better show up with donuts. Like, that's mm-hmm. the least you can do. Oh, also, that was one good thing for this week. Speaking of sweets, which literally, this will be, it'll be too late by the time this show airs. But did you know that Insomnia Cookies did like a celebrate educators, like <gasps> teachers, did. administrators, all that stuff month? And so... Um, I found out, I think, like, last week. And so I went into the office yesterday, and I was like, oh, wait, before I go, let me stop by Insomnia Cookies and see. So I um, text my one of my grad students, and I was like, what kind of cookies do you like? And she's telling me, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to see if I can get these cookies. <laughs> and so I go in. I was prepared to make a purchase of some sort, because I was like, what goes better with um, cookies than milk? And they have milk at Insomnia. But he's like, oh, no, you don't have to buy anything. I was like, bet, you can keep your milk. I'll take Six. I got a half dozen free cookies. Free? Yesterday. This whole month? Free. Yes. They kept it on the down low. In college towns for the better part of like 10 years at this point. And I, so I've always lived near an insomnia cookies. And I've never once, besides this year, taken advantage of my free six pack. So I got to September. Next September. Next September 2021 for all you courting cuties who are educators. Anyone who knows me knows I have a big sweet tooth. Whenever me and Louise go um, to new places or travel or whatever, we always find a bakery. I'm like, that is my jam. But not chocolate, right? Like you're not a real chocolate. 
that is Haley. I do partake in chocolate. Okay. Men and treats. <laughs> Men, no. treats, and no. I was going to say, I love a good classic, like, cookie. I, of course, like, I love these artisan bakeries and these, like, keto, vegan. Oh, yeah, and the, like, Italian cookies. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, contemporary cookies. Right, like, like these, but I'm like, sometimes I just, like, make a really good chocolate chip cookie and I'll just also eat it. And that's okay. Yeah. Literally, bitch, what do you think is taking up the most amount of space in my freezer right now? It may or may not be cookie dough. Yeah. Oh. That's like my new thing. Like, I'm like, ooh, like, I want, like, I've always loved cookies. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, now you're inspiring me to, like, go buy freezer, store bought, like, cookies. Oh, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's where it freaking started a couple weeks ago because I bought some and I had some, but I was like, oh, wait, now I've learned how to make cookie dough from scratch and I really do like it. Like, Mm I can barely make it to the baking of the cookies because I usually eat so much of the dough that I'm just like, fuck it! (laughs) Put the rest of this up. We'll just see if we can bake it tomorrow. So I love a good cookie dough and raw eggs have never killed me. So (laughs) I, you know, just don't believe in that. (laughs) Um, But yes, um, that was definitely a highlight for this week. Work has been super, super busy, which is not a surprise for this time mm-hmm. of year with all the things we have to do. So I'm just, you know, pushing on and pushing through just like you. Um, so what for this week, what is one relationship um, that is inspiring you or standing out to you? And literally I was like trying to think so hard about this yesterday. <laughs> oh, me too. I was like, I'm not ready. If this is the question again, I'm not ready for it. But I will uh, pull something out of my, no. <laughs> uh, and that's all we expect around here. <laughs> we expect bare minimum. No, I, well, and it's so funny because I'm all, I was literally thinking in answer to this question. I was like, Chatrice watches so much like content mm-hmm. and I just don't, yes. I don't. So I'm like, oh, I really don't have anything. Louise, but, that's why I said they could be fictional from like books. You read uh, books. Right, right. I do, I do. I, do <laughs> I mean, I read too, but not nearly as much. Right. And I didn't know if it was supposed to be like, oh, in the last week. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm time bound. Mm, I, no. no, no. So anyway, but <laughs> in regards to this past week. Uh, yes. So there, I've talked about this show, but it's called Legend of Korra. Um, okay, that's the one finished? that's like um, the... um last airbender yes yes <laughs> yeah, i don't know what this fan signal is yeah. well so the last airbender they have arrows on there on there oh um, that's what i was that, yep. yeah yeah, that's yeah. What I was the doing. arrows on their foreheads but legend of korra so it is okay. i mean spoiler warning she uh ends up with the female character the lead female character at the end of the series and it's in season four the last season but it's inspired. Like two girls Two girls, yes. Oh, awesome. So the Cora is a woman, a, a teenage girl, ends up with another mm-hmm. teenage girl, uh, young adults. And it, so the season four is all about trauma, and I'm like, well, triggered. <laughs> right. But uh, why they're my, like, uh, relationship goals, what they really demonstrate to me is, like, how to support someone through trauma and just how to extend care mm. and compassion Mm-hmm. and how to be with them and it's interesting because you kind of like don't really know they're gonna end up together but like you put it more and more together throughout the season yeah because you know Cora doesn't write to any of the other friends except for her you know like all that stuff and so I think it's just mm-hmm. about how to be a good friend and present and caring when someone like has just recently gone through like a real major like life-changing event Oh, I love it. I, I I love how thoughtful, like, your couples are. And I'm like, hmm, what couple <laughs> stands out to me right now? I thought of, like, 
a few actually, but I was like, the one that just makes me giggle the most right now is, um, so Brian put us onto this show called Shit's Creek. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and the matriarch and the patriarch. Um, I was actually about family. to. That, they were my backup <laughs> one. Yeah, they were gonna be. They were gonna be my backup one because we started watching it again. Yes. So Johnny and Moira Rose. Of course, I've seen like right. every episode at this point, like times three. But like, Johnny and Moira Rose are. Um, I wouldn't call them hashtag goals because of their literal situation <laughs> and the premise of the show. But I think the piece that stands out to me is that if you watch the show, like Moira is very much like she has. She's, what do you call it? I mean, high society, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of, comically. But, like, high society, like, designer clothes only. She's a has-been soap opera actress, which is, right. like, the Five most part ways. of it. Like, yes. Um, but, you know, they built their wealth off of, I guess, like, their version of Blockbuster, which is also comical. Again, it's a comedy. It's a sitcom. So it's, like, how does your fake Blockbuster actually amass this wealth? But I don't know. But... Basically, spoiler, they lose all their money and their possessions and all of these things and they have to go live in the shit town that is pun intended called Shit's Creek. Um, and you would think that Moira's character would at some point leave Johnny. Like you would think that she's like, mm. you know, I'm like, this is, I can't like live this way. I can't share, like live in a motel with you and like all of my wigs, like there's not enough space for my wigs. <laughs> um, but no, she like, she deals with it and like in a dramatically comical kind of way which I do think I relate to but like she stays with her man and I was like oh well maybe I I feel like this is two weeks in a row where I've been inspired by women who are kind of ride or die and so I'm mm. like maybe that is like a premonition or something maybe <laughs> I too <laughs> I am ride or die as well actually and I just realized it so yeah but that is that's one of those like watch right before bed shows because yeah. I've started watching the blacklist again for whatever reason thank you Netflix for like just automatically playing it one day and now I can't stop <laughs> so to- I really just like oh my gosh I, w- I don't know you possess a skill that I wish I had when it comes to consuming Netflix <laughs> and I don't either like I'm too stuck in my depression or what, but I just can't like, I can't well, do shout out to Look, shout out to Melissa, my girl from grad school who funds my Netflix addiction in the cat. So that is key. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you to the Thanks, friends who Melissa. let us, yeah, who let us uh, tag onto their, um, to their uh, accounts. accounts. Yes. Can I tell you who is going to be my like uh, celebrity or couple that's not my inspiration? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was kind of like, oh, should we do an episode about them? But anyway, it was going to be Tory Lanez and Megan The Stallion. More so, like, yeah. I don't want a partner like Tory Lanez. But. Well, yep. And maybe we can get into that. Because I'm like, well, were they, like, together? Were they dating? Were they even in a situationship? I and I wanted to do an episode because I'm like, I really want to do my research. Because obviously okay. I'm taking Megan The Stallion's side. But, like. <laughs> obviously. Like, we right, already know obviously. where the end is. But we can, right. like, build up to getting there. <laughs> right. We can pretend I don't like know there much, was a question. <laughs> we don't, I don't know much about them. But anyway, they were going to be my, like. And it's weird because I'm like, I think it's, I don't want to be like him, like a partner. Like, anyway. Well, I mean, shit, I wouldn't want to date him. Send his ass back to Canada. I don't need right. that. So maybe um, that's a teaser for the next week or so. 
uh, we could dive into that. But yeah, um, you know, there will always be plenty of couples out here on Netflix or in real life <laughs> that we can consume and think about. But yes, I do. That is part of the reason also why I'm exhausted today is because I was like, one more episode. Let me just watch one more episode uh, of, the, of the the Blacklist because I was like, I know. I need, like, I need this answer. But then it's like so scary kind of. I had to watch this three to like calm to down and like, yeah. go to bed. <laughs> so there's that. But anywho, um, I'm super excited for today's topic and today's guest. Um, we are bringing on Diane. How do you know Diane? So Diane and I, we are part of a uh, professional association for our field together. Um, and we just started really working in the last six months. I'm like obsessed with Diane. Diane doesn't know <laughs> that. Di- Diane doesn't know this, but we're like kind of really good friends. <laughs> Maybe we're like best friends. And, but they don't wait, know wait, it yet. What? They don't know Sorry. it yet. No. <laughs> I'm like, excuse you. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to my other best friend. Competition. Fight. No. Everyone fight over Louise. Right, right. No, but I love Diane. And when I got the notice that they were going to join us, I was so excited. Yay. So I'm uh, excited for us to, to chat with them. Yes. Well, let's hop on into it and bring in our first guest cutie for season two. So... <laughs> I am super excited, Court and Cuties, to bring on our first guest of season two. So I want to imagine that there's wild applause going on. But hello, Diane. You are here. You are here with us. We're so excited to have you. So tell the people, tell the cuties, who are you? All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, or, you know, whatever you want to share. Or not. No. You can find me on. No. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Diane. Um, yeah. So my pronouns are they and she. And oh. I'm in San Diego, California, born and raised in LA. Fortunate, unfortunately, have four brothers. They're a little bit jerks <laughs> to me, <laughs> um, oh but we're just keeping it. We're keeping it chill because it's really hot out here. So, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so well, I have two follow up questions. One's actually related to you know dating things, but one follow up question. So, winter. What is that in California? Is it like a thing? It would be or? like the beginning of your fall, probably. Like where people wow. have actual That's seasons. So nice. That's uh, what that is. Right. We're still like bundled it. up like it's winter. <laughs> right. And right. They're like, it's I'm a like, smooth 75 and they're like, <laughs> I'm like, sweating. you know, <laughs> get our Love scarves it. and beanies on. <laughs> oh my right. gosh. So what wild. I really hear from Diane is once you go to San Diego, we have somewhere to crash. That's what I <laughs> am hearing as well. And I will bring both a beanie and a scarf. <laughs> like I will fit in. No worries. Okay, so Diane, my second question for you is, can you tell us a little bit about dating in San Diego? Like, what's the scene? What's the vibe? Oh, gosh. (laughs) So that's really rough, right? Um, (laughs) Just because (laughs) um, I think in the time that I've been out here, which is like probably been it's been a while. Um, (laughs) But I have, I have a handful of my relationships have all been long distance. So I, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, because long distance is not fun for anyone who's done it. Um, I meet people. Me and Louise are shaking our heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I meet people here in San Diego 
and then they're I mean LA is not bad because it's two hours away but I've had mm. people from LA I've had people you know up in North Cal and mm. I've had people in other states okay <laughs> Diane is on their ludicrous shit they have hope yes. area code in California <laughs> And I mean, truly, uh, that is a lifestyle <laughs> to aspire to. So I support all of it. <laughs> right. Well, and I wonder, does it make a difference to like state size? Like, I don't mm. know. Like, are different states like it's just they're bigger? Like, you have more access to more people, I guess. Unless you're like in South Dakota or something, because then it's like, are there that many people? Per square mile. I don't know. Anyway, but okay. So you're here. We're so excited to have you. Um, we were talking, Louise and I were talking offline last week about our lists because I had a whole conversation with my therapist about it. I was like, oh my gosh, Louise, do you still have your list? We have to talk about it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And so I'm super excited for um, us to dive into it. So let's just go ahead and do it. Awesome. So, okay. So for additional context for everyone listening, Here's how the story of this conversation with my therapist went. So basically, we were talking about dating. Surprise, surprise. And I was like, I just, you know, all I have are the apps. All it is is the apps. And I was talking about this last week. Like, you don't meet people right now. We're in a global pandemic. And I was like, you know, she's like, well, do you even know what you want? I was like, well, yeah, like, I know what I want. Um, and she's like, yeah, cause like, yeah, you know, some people have lists or whatever. And I was like, well, what are your thoughts on lists? Like, are you pro list, anti list? And she was like, I'm pro list because she's like, you know, think of it as if you're like going to a grocery store or sending someone to a grocery store, you need a list because there's all sorts of food options right. in there. You not, might not know exactly what you're looking for. Case in point, every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, okay, I'm just running in for this one thing. <laughs> Leave with 10 things. Thank you, Target. Um, and she was like, you know, a list could be the equivalent of like wanting an apple, but getting a tomato. Like they're mm. both round red objects, but like have completely different like flavors and can do different things and stuff like that. And so those are the things that you should be thinking about. And so then I literally had just found my, one of my like updated lists, I guess. And I was re I was like, no, no, no. But I like, I know, like I have things on my list. And so I started reading this to her and she was like, these all seem to be about you. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand the problem here. I was like, you know, he must find my humor, my sense of humor, humorous. Like, he must find me funny. Like, I was like, I have an ego. What am I supposed to do? Like, yes, bitch, you should find me funny. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, I'm actually I, laughing because you know, that is very, I should have figured that that was going to be your list, <laughs> that it was going to be about like you and the qualities that the person possesses as it relates to you. Yes. I mean, cause wh who are they trying to be in a relationship with me? <laughs> like, I just feel like those are important things to note, but I was like, okay, fine. I guess I'll go back to the drawing board a little bit um, to kind of edit some things and think about some things a little bit more, which is, I was like, Oh, this is a great conversation to have because I want to hear what's on y'all's list and get some tips on what maybe I should put on my list. But I also think something that I'm very interested in is like how your list kind of came to be. Like, how did you end up picking those things? Because that's what I was telling her. I was like, but wait, sis, there's a reason why I said that he needs to make me feel like a priority. Like there's a very, right. I was like, almost for every point on my list, there's like a relationship that like is the reason why that's on the list. And so, <laughs> Like Bobby, Joe, you know, C, 
doozy, cute. Like, these are the reasons why this list is is in the form that it's in. So, anyway, who wants to go first? Who wants I want to let Diane go first. Okay, yes, the you're our guest. You're our guest, yes. <laughs> Okay. Do you want me to read the whole list? Or? Yes, yep. Read the whole thing. <laughs> One of the ones who I, that I previously mentioned was non-smoker. Um, advocate for folks in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, no more than a five-year difference, either younger or older. Mm-hmm. Uh, chemistry is definitely really important and like how we just like vibe together. Mm-hmm. Um, does not have children. Mm-hmm. I'm 99.9% on that one. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Um, now are we saving or, up? Now we're saving our follow-up questions till after, yes, right? yes. Because okay, so, I look, yeah. I'm already like I'm like okay, these are follow-up questions I have in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, keep going. Um, is active and/or enjoys exploring or traveling. Um, mm. Honesty, yes. and uh, a great sense of humor. Um, I'm a very sarcastic person, but. I definitely love witty banter. <laughs> yes. um, someone who will challenge me intellectually. Um, yes. So I don't want a yes person because that would make no sense. I didn't want a follower. Please challenge me. <laughs> um, challenges out here. I love it. <laughs> and then on my list also is I, I wrote like, I guess it's vanilla sex, but v- not boring <laughs> sex and like oh, open, okay. <laughs> open to uh, exploring things in the bedroom. Love and it! let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to like pull up my scribble scrabbles. Um, emotionally mature is stable. So like someone who has dealt with their past traumas, because I definitely mm. don't want that put on me and I don't want to be anyone's therapist. I'm here to support you, but oh. not in that way. Um, oh god have yep i need to update my list (laughs) (laughs) um have an understanding or related uh, culturally to me Mm. so having an understanding of culture my culture at least i love it oh my gosh yes many follow-up questions like we're both like oh yes like all the time (laughs) but okay before we do that okay louise your go go ahead and tell us your list uh, so clarification we are not talking about how these lists came to be right now right correct okay i will just read mine so mine <laughs> says <laughs> i always complicate these things for chatrice i'm so sorry um okay so mine says mr right underlined and it's a bulleted list okay on, oh the name of the type the name of the list yeah the name of the list okay, is mr right it. it's a bulleted okay. list mr right uh, it's on a, I don't know why I'm describing the piece of paper, but it's like right? on a, it. <laughs> it's not like a graph piece of paper. Anyway. Um, oh laminated. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> laminated. Okay, on so the fridge. family oriented, intellectual, uh, conversationalist, appreciation of music, talk about music. And I'm laughing because this next one. <laughs> ah! How old is this list, please? You're about to see. Talk right. about music. Loves Paramore, Lady Gaga, Katy <laughs> <Taylor laughs> Perry, and more. What 19-year-old Louise? <laughs> we're going to get to the story. Taste for a wide variety of music. Apparently, mu- anyway, let me not judge my Yes. Name. Taste for a wide variety it. of music. Love for friends. Love for family. Affectionate. Then I did a little arrow. Like, uh-huh. Give hugs, kisses, etc. I love it. 
Because it's like Jessica you know, we weren't sure like what you meant. I love it. You know, I was manifesting. Scrolling down your love language. I was manifesting. Yes. Yes, for the love languages. And love me, love me at my worst to love mm-hmm. me at my best. In parentheses, I wrote A. Hepburn for Audrey Hepburn. Is that a quote from her? Uh, something like that. I think it's a, uh, sure. I think, she, I think it is a quote from her. <laughs> okay. Emotional freedom slash freely expresses emotions. Mm-hmm. Lots of family. Loves to dance. Parentheses. Or if not, wants to learn. <laughs> Faithful. I love the caveats here. That's amazing. Faithful. Provider slash excellent work ethic. Appreciation of my space. Pet lover. Love for strangers, others, and fellow humans. Spoken mm. like a true Aquarius me. If, if he cares for Aquarius. me. If he cares for me. Arrow. <laughs> show me. Just don't tell me. Exclamation point. Gosh, Louise, that's your inner Shatrice coming out. <laughs> I know. This is, you know, at 19, I was manifesting not only Mr. Right, but a podcast co-host and best friend like Shatrice. Oh, it's funny. Okay, I was like, oh, I didn't title my list. No, my list is literally entitled The List. It is underlined. The List is the list. Okay, so like I said, my first one, my first bullet point on here, yes, it's also bulleted, um, is enjoys my sense of humor because, mm-hmm. duh. Um, lets me be the center of attention because again, if you know me, duh. <laughs> I'm like, we can't both be the center of attention. I need a man who loves looking at me being the center of attention. And I love him being over there looking at okay, anyway. Um also I wrote affectionate, uh semicolon, not afraid to share feelings. Mm. Um, wants to protect me, comma, but not in a controlling sexist way. Great conversationalist. Witty slash gets my whip, inspires me to be better, caring, uh, can be a caretaker slash provide comfort. Black without the toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, Not that that applies to all black men, but I just wanted to clarify because I was told that this list had to be specific. Um, Loves the Lord and goes to church and prays with me. Responsibly generous, financially stable and responsible, but not cheap adventurous loves to travel slash try new things open-minded shows empathy to strangers um fun loves to laugh knows but knows when to be serious supports me with acts of service respects me and takes me seriously respects my mind body and boundaries romantic challenges me to be better i guess that's one of the same things earlier but thoughtful ambitious and prioritizes me mm. so i don't even know how many bullet points that is but <laughs> that <laughs> if i had to put those bullet points in a beautiful dissertation or a metaphorical pot and stir them up those will be the pieces of mm-hmm. the ideal mate oh we have so many good points i'm like oh what did i even where do i even go yeah. so <laughs> let me just start here so if you can pick out three traits. It doesn't matter if they're the top three, middle, bottom, whatever. Three traits and tell us how they got on the list. Like, what's the story behind how they got on the list? Mm. For example, the last bullet point that I put on my list was prioritizes me because I was, I guess, casually dating this guy a summer or so ago. And we were like, okay, like, let's like, you know, make sure we like hang out a couple or see each other a couple of times a week. Like that's what I need. I'm very much like physical 
um, what is it, physical closeness as a love language or what have you. So I'm like, I do want to like see you and like have that quality time and stuff like that. Um, and then he had the nerve <laughs> once I kind of knew this was headed towards being over. He was like, you know, I can't promise that, you know, once we head into the fall or whatever, that I'm going to prioritize you. And I was like, I just, I was so taken aback. It's like, part of me was like, I didn't think that I was a, I had no reason truly to believe that I was his top priority. I didn't, I didn't think that I should have been his top priority, but I just didn't think it was at all necessary to share with someone that like, they are just so not a priority on your like schedule or like whatever. Like, I just thought it was very insensitive and that I was like, oh, okay. Then like, no, like, I don't, I don't think I need to be treated this way. Like it's, yes, we're like kind of being casual. We're kind of dating or doing, it's a lot of kindness and situationship ish, but like, I don't want to feel like I'm not a priority in any way because Mm -hmm. even if it is casual, I am including you in my schedule, right? Like I am saying like, Ooh, let's hang out, you know, next Tuesday or next week. Like I'm going to carve out time for you to me that equals being a priority. So that is why that is on the list and will remain on the list. For me, family oriented is interesting that it was the first one, but I'm also not surprised. Also, Yes, I did write this list when I was 19 and 20 years old. Uh, What a great guess. (laughs) Yes. And I think family oriented is like, well, I'm, you know, close to my family. And I really like, like the idea of being with someone who also is family oriented. And it's fascinating that anyway, kids comes lower. But I think for me, when I think family oriented, like close to their family, um, talks to their family, but like also doesn't have to be like the perfect seventh heaven family right like <laughs> and we know they ended up not being perfect at all because there were some right. sex scandals in there but yes but yeah no so could you when you say like close to the family and that whole kind of bullet point is that inclusive of people that they have decided are family to them if that makes sense like yeah, does it have I think DNA? So. no i think so i mean i think okay. really when i conceptualized it like 19 year old Luis was probably like, oh, someone who kind of what Diane said, like culturally has family mm-hmm. as a value. Mm-hmm. You know, 30 year old Luis is like, however you define family. Diane, what's um, one what's one that you're like, oh yeah, there's a story. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm actually gonna go with one that relates to what Luis just said, which is yeah. have an understanding or related like culturally to me. Mm-hmm. Um I was dating someone who, <laughs> in all senses of the first, like, had just exuded so much whiteness. Mm. And Ooh. it just, it was so much that it just, I'm like, I don't know where the disconnect was, right? And I always felt like I wasn't seen, you know? And, and I think, that's mm-hmm. why that's like one that more recently mm-hmm. got onto my list mm-hmm. and you know like I'm a person who doesn't fluently speak Spanish and things like that but I do value those things yeah. and I also value folks having more of an understanding of like that that background as well too mm-hmm. like historically the context of like my own identities right and mm-hmm. when that's just completely missed <laughs> it is such it's such a hard thing because I feel like I'm constantly yep. I'm okay to grow with someone but I'm constantly teaching someone how to yeah. see me is what yeah. it is and it, so I think that's like such a one that I've definitely like grown to now embrace more and value 
when I'm dating yeah. someone. Diane, have you seen the movie Something New with Sanaa Lathan and that white guy who's actually British? No, I don't think so. Okay, you're giving me very something new vibes from that that explanation because basically that was her whole thing. He eventually he was the something new because he was white, um, and she was like, <laughs> "How do I deal with this?" And I'm much like if I were to date a white guy, I'd be like, "Where are the cameras? Someone record this." But you know, she was like, "I don't want to have to like show you all these things because like there was mm-hmm. one scene in the movie where he was like, mm-hmm. so like and he was like picking out her hair was like, so was like this your hair or like is that mm-hmm. your Yes, oh and I mean, it was just like, I guess, like, white male ignorance, like, why, I guess, why would a white man know about a weave, though white women often wear extensions, same thing, but he just was like, I'm so curious, and she was like, uh, oh, get out, like, this is like, hair is so, like, such an intimate part of, like, black women's culture and stuff like that, so, right. anyway, all that right. to say, yes, having to teach folks can be, it can be rewarding, obviously, but it's nice when you just don't have to. Can I offer the perspective right. from, like, the understand piece, so you know, my partner is white. And so for me, I just showed up fully in my culture. I was like, oh, I'm making this dish. Oh, we're having this thing. Oh, this, like, cool. Feel free to ask me questions. This is what we're eating for dinner tonight. Like, <laughs> and not like in a, not necessarily in an aggressive way, but just in a, I can stop and answer questions, but also we're just going to keep going, <laughs> right? Like, right. this is just who I am. And if you were British and you made a shepherd's pie or what is it? Yeah, spotted dick oh, yeah dick. like or spotted dick you know we wouldn't be surprised like no one would i feel like call that call that into question so right. i think it's the same thing here um right. but yeah so actually i want to back up or go around and mosey to this question so what made y'all do a list or create a list in the first place because i'm like dang louise you're 19 i definitely at 19 the only thing i said was that i'd be married by 26 <laughs> plot twist everyone i am 30 so anyway <laughs> yeah spoiler alert it did not it did not happen <laughs> so i think for me my list came about after like the not so greatest dating experience not even dating experience i just had this crush on this guy who was in college so like you know sophomore junior in college who just was very like flirty but was like seeing someone and very like mixed messages and was like telling Mm. me how great I am and all of these things and that probably laid the foundation for the next eight years of my dating experience Mm -hmm. but and so I don't know so one of my friends at the time when I was in college was like you should make a Mr. Right list as a way to like help you think about if this person is a good person I actually really can't remember and so I just remember that it was in this world of being into someone who maybe wasn't into me. And so I just, you know, as a list as a way of ground, as a grounding myself, it's interesting because I, every time I move, I go through my journals and inevitably I find this list and it's funny funny that now I've, I found this list. And as I reflect like my current, my like partner, I'm like, Oh, this is it. Like, it's funny that I ended up finding what I wanted. It took me a while. And I think some of them are, like, general enough. But, Mm -hmm. and we can talk about this, like, in another facet or in this conversation. I think, like, intellectual, probably 19-year-old Luis thought of it in a very particular way. But, like, now 30-year-old Luis with dating experience, intellectual, it doesn't have to mean a bachelor's or a master's. It can just mean someone right. who's, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. knowledgeable, right? Who, who's mm-hmm. all of these things. Um, mm-hmm. 
I I definitely think that has been um, an unexpected part of the like adulting growth journey, right? Like I feel like Chatrice now at 30 versus Chatrice at 19. Like I was very, I I wouldn't even say that I was very close-minded, but like, yeah, I would have said like someone who's smart equals someone with a degree, someone with, you know, like just in a very kind of linear, like simplistic kind of way of thinking about things. I'm like, oh, but actually knowledge looks like various things and white supremacy. And this is why we think this way. But, you know, (laughs) yes, (laughs) there are different ways of being. But what about you, Diane? What, like, what prompted you to make the list? Um, It was like, it was a couple things, right? Um, Definitely my dating experiences. Um, Lots of heartbreak. (laughs) Mm-hmm. and disappointment has led to yeah. this list um but also to i didn't want to necessarily put that on other people right mm. um because it was something that someone said to me where it was like we teach other people how to love and care for us yeah by yeah. the things that we accept right and mm. the boundaries that we don't mm-hmm. keep up and so that really just led me to really think about what is it that I'm also accepting, right? Mm-hmm. That that is leading to a lot of similarities in the people that I'm dating and yes. the folks that I'm attracting. Oh, and so, nice. so now I have this list. <laughs> yes, I love it. I mean, you're you're speaking to my therapist would be so proud of me of keeping such good company. Um, but I feel like I don't probably spend enough time thinking about like why I attract the same types of people I'm like right. because honestly I'm at the point where I'm just now kind of starting to see the patterns because I didn't date too too much when I was younger and so that's probably part of the reason why this list is fairly new too and honestly I made this list um, I was at a um like a new year's eve like uh what do what do you call it um vision board party I was at a vision board party and we started talking about you know obviously like what do we want this next year to be like or whatever and then like the topic of the relationship list came up and I was like oh oh my gosh like I don't have one like I have things that like I think about frequently or like you know when I'm considering someone you know today I'm like oh yeah these are kind of like those things but I've never like I had never really like just sat down and said like what are the things that like I know I'm not going to get everything on this list, but if I had to think about all the things, what would be the things? And so I think I only made this list, um, maybe, was it last January or something like that? It's relatively new. And since then, I already have the edited version somewhere, <laughs> but but th- that was definitely like the original one. And I'm like, okay, like, I think, I think it's ambitious, but I don't know. Like, I think it's realistic. What do y'all think? Like, do you think your list is like, reaching for the stars, ambitious, do you think there's some things that you're like, okay, fine. Like if this person doesn't have like these qualities or these pieces, it'll still be fine. Yes. I think I was um, like, it definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, I don't think it's reaching, you know, some people might be taken aback by some things mm-hmm. like you got to be good in bed, but that means so many things too, right? With oh my gosh, Diane, I love <laughs> that you put that on there. I was like, right. what are my really... requirements? Yeah. But, yeah, but. But don't be thinking say, about that. Or not boring in bed. I'm sorry. Not boring. Don't no be vanilla boring. sex. I love it. I love well, no vanilla and sex. I, and I was going to say, like, 19-year-old Luis wasn't even having sex. And so I don't know <laughs> if 19-year-old Luis would have even yeah. put to be like. And now I'm like, oh, yes, that's, that is important. That is important. And I had literally just said, 
earlier this summer that I was done with bad sex. And I don't think I've no, I've not had like horrible sex or whatever. I don't, well, another, another podcast episode, but I'm like, I want really great sex. Like I've had some really good sex partners and some like less than great sex partners. And I'm like, I want to make sure I understand my body and my needs and my wants enough to have a good sex partner. Just say no to vanilla sex. I think that's such, like, I'm adding that. I'm adding that to my list. So my list is just going to keep growing. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to off anything. Like, I'm just going to keep adding things. I, I definitely it. have written down a couple of things that y'all have said. And I, I, <laughs> yes. think that I love it. <laughs> I don't think that this list is, is specific enough. It needs to be a little more specific. Right. Okay. And I think as I, as I grow older, there's, like, more things I'm not willing to put up with. Ooh, yeah. I don't want to experience again, right? It's I I just don't. I don't have the time. I don't want to put time and energy into that. I should say that I do have time and energy, but I don't want to put it into it. Um, I mean, your time is worth is currency, right? right? And so, what do you want Mm -hmm. to invest your currency in? Um, Yeah, I think for me, Shatrice, you were saying like, what is one thing from our list that if it didn't happen, it'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to love Paramore, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, or Katy Perry. I think are you these. sure? <laughs> are you now, sure? So see, what's funny is, y'all can tell 19-year-old Elise was not part of the Beehive because Beyonce is not on that list. That is very now, true. Beyonce was on that list and you don't like Beyonce. You know, I don't think you have to love her, but if you cannot agree she's this generational, like this generation's vocalist, then... Yeah. You know, yeah, former extraordinaire. Yeah. Right, it's like one of those things where, like, okay, you don't need to roll your eyes every time Beyonce comes up. It's not like, right, you right. know, yes. like you don't have to <laughs> buy me front row tickets, but you could, you know, post COVID, <laughs> so mm-hmm. all these things. I'm trying to look on here and see what I would be willing to like part ways with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, None I know Shatrice. Shatrice is very like this. Like this is she re- what I want. Yes. You will be you will be adding or changing some, but getting rid of, no. No, that's just not that's it's not uh my forte here. I'm like, okay. Um Yeah, because okay, so like I I put adventurous on here, love to travel and try new things because obviously that describes me. And they say opposites attract, but opposites don't, you know, often last or have like, you know, things in common. So I'm like, I definitely want someone who enjoys those things because I want to like make those memories together. Mm -hmm. But I definitely, sometimes I feel like, especially like dating pretty much exclusively black men, that I'm a little bit of the outlier on that piece, like of like loving to travel and and I guess maybe loving to travel in the way that I travel, right? So that me saying travel, I'm like, hop on a plane, go to a different country, get right. some passports stamped, and, you know, maybe go on a cruise, but, like, preferably, <laughs> like, go on a plane, go somewhere, go up to a resort or something like that. And what I have learned, because there's so many men on Tinder who are like, oh, yeah, I love to travel. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, where's their favorite place? And they're like, Atlanta. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Georgia? Georgia, like yeah. the U.S. of A. Like, yeah. where do you live? Like, like in Columbus. I like to travel Georgia? to my backyard. <laughs> right, like, and so I, you know, I definitely admit that I'm a travel snob. But one thing that I've said to, you know, some guys that I've talked to in the past, I'm like, well, you don't like to, you don't currently travel a lot, but you're not. It seems like you're open to it. So like, mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't ever plan big trips, but you would come along with me. Right. And the last guy I was talking to, he was like. Well, I just get anxiety around flying, and I was like, uh, 
<laughs> melatonin. You, right. I'm like, can you take a couple pills? <laughs> right. Get a little well, and I feel like I feel like the magical words. This is like what happens when you've known Chatrice for as long as I have. <laughs> I feel like I don't know, or a magical words for Chatrice would be, I will let you plan the whole trip. I'm not much of a traveler, but I'll let you plan the whole trip. Yes, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. Then right. I just literally need you to like um, write a check, a blank one perhaps. Or <laughs> <laughs> American Express card. Right, like. just hand me over the car and then I'll take care of everything. And I'm like, you know, obvious, you know me, Louise. Hi, Diane. I like to control things. And so when I'm in control, things seem to go really well. Now, obviously, I can't always be in control, and I'm working on that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I feel like that's meeting. Okay, I feel like that's meeting me in the middle of that. Like, if you, yes. if you don't travel, but you're willing to, and you're okay with me, like, basically taking care of everything, then great. Like, mm-hmm. I get to travel. You get to try something new. I get to expose you to something new. So right. then I'm an either – an even greater influence in your life. So it, yeah. it feels fine to I feel like I feel like along with that, I would probably just because I've had not so great experiences sometimes with people and I'm like, I wish you didn't come on this trip. Um, oh. <laughs> like if you are if you don't travel or even if you do travel, um, when we go places, like act like you you're excited to be here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Mm-hmm. you're enjoying this experience don't just show up and then everything's horrible to you <laughs> and yeah. you're just why like unhappy on this trip right why even leave your house like if that's exactly right. and the Stay quickest home. way to piss me off is for you to be sitting here with a stank attitude because then now right. i'm gonna get catch the stank attitude and then we have attitudes at each other which has happened before and it was highly irritating <laughs> and it wasn't even on a trip it was like at an event or something i was like so you're just gonna sit here and be mad like, that's what we're doing. Like, irritate it. So we have a couple of things on our list that, like, okay, fine. Like, maybe they don't have to have those pieces. But what are the pieces? What are the absolute deal breakers? Diane, I know you were like, look, I'm not going through this ish again. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not putting up with this. And I love that energy because I'm like, that's really I, – I, sometimes I say that to myself, like, I'm not putting up with this shit again, but then, like, I kind of creep into putting up with the shit. I'm like, oh, no. Right. I said no. So, yeah, like, what are what are some things that you're like, no, these are absolute must or must-haves? I definitely – definitely one of them would be the challenging me. Um, I feel like a lot of times – and I don't know if people just play into these, like – oh, we, I perceive you to be butch, lesbian, stereotype, but none of those things are my <laughs> labels and or things I identify mm-hmm. under. And uh, I feel like a lot of times people look to me to be like the person who's just like, whatever I say goes, my thoughts and feelings are what is law. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. I mm-hmm. want to have a conversation with you. I mm-hmm. want you to like, you know, mm-hmm. talk to me and challenge me in that mm-hmm. way. That's going to make me think a little bit and grow as an individual. I'm fine by myself, but you're, <laughs> you need to add to my life. Yes, <laughs> just make me better. Because I'm sure the goal is that you would also make them better. So like, right. I'm here for it. What about you, Louise? What's like, no, this had to be on here. Which part I, about music? <laughs> right. Which of the five <laughs> things about music? <laughs> I will say kind of going back to a previous question of like how a certain bullet point got on our list I think Mm -hmm. that if he cares for me show 
show me, don't tell me, is because mm-hmm. thinking back to specifically this guy, it was very much like, you're really great. Like, you're fantastic. And I'm like, but every, like, every time I tried physical or go mm-hmm. beyond the verbal, it would be mm-hmm. shut well, down. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like, if he cares for me, show me, just don't tell me. And I think... Mm-hmm younger Luis was expressing like physical like kind of like physical touch right as like Mm -hmm. a love language definitely not a high one but like Mm -hmm. definitely one because also with that one if he cares for me show me don't tell me I also have the um where is it the uh, affectionate right and it's interesting that affectionate I talked about it in terms of physicalness like Mm -hmm. um you know and so I think for me the show me right just don't don't tell me and just, yeah. you know my dating history and so that's mm-hmm. something that's I think you we've talked about it like how do you want to be affirmed right is yeah. it just verbal yeah. or or physical and I'm like verbal is great um and so great. we're such a highly <laughs> communicative we're such a very mm, we're such a very digital digitally communicative society and it's very uh, yes. easy to like be like oh I'm into you on grinder, but I'm like <laughs> <laughs> get off those ho. apps and come right. over right come over ho. Um, so, yeah. hoes are you listening hoes are you listening not me i'm uh don't go over there but you can come over right, here right. <laughs> i direct you to diane and chatrice thank you um so i would say like again i'm like i think i made a really good list for what i like but i'm like okay fine if if i had to say like the absolute non-negotiables and i'm saying this out loud courting cuties y'all can all hold me accountable this is you manifesting um, right this is me manifesting (laughs) um and so kind of also going back to what i what we had talked about earlier like how it got on the list so responsibly generous slash financially stable and responsible but not cheap like all of that stuff about money um Mm -hmm. got on there for a kind of a combination of a couple of guys about how like when I was younger, especially like, especially when I was like brand new to dating and like, was just so excited to like have someone like me. Like I would be like, okay, like what, like, what do you need? What do you want? Let me anticipate all of your needs. Like, let me make sure you know that I'm awesome and you should want to date me. Like I'm going to prove it to you if you're unsure, all these things. And one of those ways that I definitely showed like love or care or whatever was like through money like okay fine you need some money like here you go boop 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 here you go like we're if I'm good you're good we're all good together but um I quickly learned uh the the issue with that and so I was like yeah I can't do this and one of the a guy that I dated a couple years ago um he I didn't realize how financially I guess different our finances were like I had money I had a stable job like I had and not like I'm not rich and wasn't rich certainly but like those literally were things that he did not have did not have money did not have a stable job and like was just a finesser and a bullshitter to like the extreme and so obviously truth comes to light and so that was like coming to light and I like he very early on had the nerve dare I say the audacity to ask me for money like I'm like, have you even asked me to be your girlfriend yet? Like, like, wait, what is happening? Uh, I'm confused. Right. Um, and like, I, I was so appalled by the, like, the sheer comfort that he had in asking me for money, like, at that stage in our relationship. But the right. problem that I also had with that was that 
I had seen him give like his last dollars to some alleged friend and I've seen him like buy out a bar situation. And so I'm like, what you do with your money and so then once you know all the spotlights off you then you're over here behind closed doors asking me for money honey i'm not trying to like finance your little fake lifestyle you got going on here. right you have to deal with that and so (laughs) i was like oh like what what i really need from a partner is not for them to be rich like i don't like you know help I was so poor growing up, like, like, what is even rich, honestly? And so I'm like, I don't need that. But I do need you to like, understand your money and like have a plan for your money and just be responsible with it. And certainly be generous and give but like only if you're able to because that just made me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, looking at you spend your last money, and then having to have this uncomfortable conversation where I tell you no, you cannot have my money. I was like, no, sweetie, sorry. I've you should have, mm, if only you could have met Shatrice like five years earlier. <laughs> like, you would have had everything. <laughs> then you, you might did. have won. You would have won. But I'm like, no, sweetie, I have to look out for myself because who else is going to do that? So, yeah, that's definitely one thing that I'm like, it's not like the cutesy. Like, I definitely think thoughtful is something and like having good conversation and conversationalists. But like that money piece, like, I've really mm-hmm. learned a little bit more, like, as I've dated more about like how that plays a role in relationships. And I'm still figuring it out. But I do not like to feel obligated to take care of someone financially from the jump. Like that just is unfair. And that would be unfair for me to ask someone else for that. So that's like, ooh, I know now. See, we're definitely gonna post our <laughs> our list. I know Louise, you had already sent me your list. Yeah. I mean, we invite you to post your list. You do not have to. Um, but we are just gonna like <laughs> give it all to the cuties and be like, you know, let us know all the things. Um, but I wanted to know, okay. So two things. So Diane, how would you currently describe your love life slash relationship status? Single, relationship, situationship, dating, what you doing? What you doing? I'm definitely single. Okay. Yeah. Chris, a crispy single. <laughs> crisp? Okay. Crisp. Crisp. Like a little crunch, <laughs> a little bite to no, it. it. Okay. It's not it's not crispy, but um definitely been single for since completely single since last December. Like, see, look, everyone's got right. different layers, different levels. Right. I, I try not to preface it too much. I'm like, you just tell me what you believe. You how do you identify? So how do you identify? Because that's all that matters. Okay, so completely single. So my question to you slash me slash Louise is like, how do you, <laughs> to all of us, uh, how do you like use your list or do you ever actually mm. find yourself using your list like in reality when you're like out here dealing with the prospects and entertaining these hoes? Like, how do you decipher the things? I definitely use it when, um, and I think that's the hard thing too, right? Is like, where do you meet people to begin with? Um, <laughs> right. Right. God damn it. If we're not, if we're not going to like, let's pre pandemic, like going to a bar or a club or something like that. And mm-hmm. if I was intoxicated, I probably don't remember you. I have a tendency to have good conversations and then leave. Uh, <laughs> without okay. in- getting contact information but um <laughs> anyway oh. um Which those moments are cute but it's always like damn it that was the whole <laughs> i'm really bad i don't know when people are flirting with me either i just think that i'm, um, I'm being friendly problem. Mm. i'm being friendly and, and then i leave and they're like, like all right my friend <laughs> <laughs> are you not gonna ask for my number i'm like gonna go dance with my friends now right you know? like you're great <laughs> but i think even so like right now um i 
fluctuate on dating apps too mm-hmm. um, where I, I have it on my phone it goes off it's ignored into some folder somewhere <laughs> yes. but um I use my list basically as a guide to set up the things that I don't want. Now, mm, I understand okay. that not everybody reads this. It's very clear when people swipe on me or they like right. message me and like you mm-hmm. clearly didn't read my stuff. You have three or five children and I'm like, no, oh, I love them, <laughs> but I didn't want them in my life like that. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, or, no, or right. other, a number of other things. And I think that's like the, one of the ways I've used it. Um, mm-hmm. It's even like when I meet people in person, um, I definitely at some point depending like what type of relationship we start to develop mm-hmm. we'll kind of look at my list and I'm like are you potentially yes. these things can I are you the one are you the one yes Mr. is that a Wright? Netflix show <laughs> yeah I think it's a Netflix show yeah are you the one <laughs> yes Mr. Wright <laughs> well so that's um funny that you say you use that to like kind of eliminate folks and so that's what we got a lot of responses from on insta the cuties are like so i may not have an exact list but i have a list of what i don't want i have i use this oh. list to say like, no to these people oh. and i i guess i just kind of thought that my list was like literally if if you were thoughtless if you are careless with money then you were the opposite mm-hmm. like my list is like very specific so like anything that's not that is the opposite mm-hmm. I guess right. of what I want but to your point I like that you had on your list chemistry I'm like damn it I'm like so many more th- I just my list is going to turn into a novel called <laughs> the novel <laughs> <laughs> um because I'm like the chemistry piece I think that is key when meeting people mm-hmm. in person though like who's meeting people in person but like being face-to-face to someone, to me, is, like, the ultimate test of chemistry. Like, I don't ever believe relationships are real, personally, if they're just on an app or on text. Like, I'm like, oh, you're not a, you're not a real human to me until I've actually seen you in real life. Like, I guess a little parameter there. Mm-hmm. But that chemistry, like, if we click right off the bat, then, like, I will kind of, like, I think that will kind of put me in tune with, like, my list. I'm like, oh, okay, like, Okay, I guess we're flirting. Like, okay, so like we're being witty. Like we're being cute. Okay, so like, what else can we talk about? Like, what else can we do? Um, and obviously, like, I can't get through my like thirty point bullet point list in like one mm. conversation. <laughs> but I did realize earlier this year, like this past winter, when I was dating this guy, like he, there were actually so yes. So the third one that I can think of, like, why there's a story is like the willingness to protect me without being. Um, without being like sexist or just like overly masculine and all that stuff. Um, Because like he would just do very subtle things. And I was like, oh, like, okay, like, thank you for scooching me over to like the inside of the sidewalk. So like, if a car comes flying by, you'll be the one to get hit and die. And I'll be here and I'll mourn your death. So I'll, but I'll eventually basically be living my best life again. But like, it was kind of like things like that. And it was just very subtle and he didn't make a big deal about it. But like, I would like notice as my body's being shifted, you know, into the sidewalk. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is what's happening. Like, this is really cute. Um, but like, I wouldn't have, you know, I wasn't able to like gauge that from our first conversation, but it's like, oh, well, once we started going out, I could see how you kind of treat me and treat other people, you know, in public or like in, in reality. And I think those, those pieces are, are key. And so Louise, you you know, already let us know that basically you have everything you ever wanted, but 
if you can recall uh, back to your single days when you were out here thotting around. <laughs> thot, thot, thot. Yes. How did yeah. you kind of use your list? Well, so I didn't use it. And it's interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of the things I was thinking about is like, okay, well, let me pick like three people from my past. Like, did they exhibit these? And it's mm-hmm. fascinating. Maybe I'm feeling, you know, uh, warmth in my heart. But I would say overall, the guys that I picked, like, had, a, like, let's say 70 to 80% of this stuff. Oh, um, okay. Okay. You know, sometimes I didn't like Paramore. No, I mean, I think <laughs> I think overall, like, a lot of the guys that I, like, liked had some of these aspects. Mm-hmm. But what I don't think I realize at the moment is there are some things that if they don't have... I think when I made, sorry, let me go back for a second. I think when I made this list, I think I weighted, weighted everything equally. And so oh, what okay. I learned in adulthood is there are some of these things that are nice to have, right? Like if mm-hmm. he's a pet lover, like great. I would say that's like middle. Okay. Right. I is definitely going to be like provider, excellent work ethic, right? And so mm-hmm. I think what I didn't realize is there's weight to things. So I would say maybe though some of the guys that I, had dated had about 70 to 80 percent of these i would say some of them were like the middle tier and the bottom tier mm-hmm. good things to have but they weren't really important so when they didn't have things like if he cares for me show me just don't tell me mm-hmm. because that's part of the 20 to 30 percent that it's actually this is like a class that's much more heavily weighted <laughs> yes than, weighted great <laughs> dysfunction wise but i mean i think overall I don't think I, I don't think i ever picked like chaotic people I think I picked people that just didn't have some of these things and then that's why I left feeling frustrated right like I think about yeah I think about the the people who weren't affectionate I think about the people who like didn't really show me nor tell me right I think mm-hmm. most of my dating woes um to quote Drake uh was like <laughs> in the in the I don't know how you feel about me so I don't even know mm-hmm. if you care about me or if you just like having me as a friend or someone to talk to yeah you possess all of these things but that doesn't mean that you're that you're like right wanting be- to apply them in like a romantic right way. in a romantic yep. way right yep. and i think i think what's so interesting mm. that i didn't hear from any of our lists that i would encourage all of us to add is be ready Ooh, for a relationship right have someone who's Child- ready to be in a relationship yeah. Yes. Again, well, Diane's taking notes. Right. Yes, Everyone this is happening. your list. I almost feel like I was gonna say earlier. I feel, your like, list. I feel like we need to host like a uh, list making a master class. Um, no, like a oh, list making party. Yes. Like, okay, everyone, bring your list. Let's workshop yes. that. Who do you oh want to hear from? Yes. Anyway, so if you would like for us to do that, please let us know. Yes. Um, well, I'm I'm over here screeching. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> um, Damn it, Corona! Yeah. Please be over soon so we can host. So kind Louise. Of, yeah. What you just said made me think of another kind of one of those um, one-two punches of therapy that happened in my last session, which was that, you know, so my therapist had asked, like, you know, well, what about, like, outside of dating? How's your life? I was like, girl, my life is good. It's fine. Like, it's great. We're not talking about the good parts. We're talking about the pieces that I'm still struggling (laughs) to figure out. Like, let's focus on that. But, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I was like, if there's one thing that I probably one of the like top five things that I love about my life right now is that like, I feel like I have finally gotten to a point with friendships that I've just had amazing. Like, I feel like I have really amazing friendships, really amazing, you know, friend groups and like just communities and things like that. Like that is something that's 
you know, grown in importance to me, like certainly like Chatrice now versus like maybe Chatrice in college, like it's just way more important because, you know, adulting, you see life and it's like, oh, these are the things that matter. And she's like, well, you know, why do you think it is that you can pick such great friends, but you can't pick such great partners? I was like, oh, shit. girl, oh. yeah, I know. A bitch was spot. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. oh, excuse me. Um, because I've, like, I've asked myself that too. I'm like, why yeah. is it that I can pick some really awesome friends, but yeah. I can't get it together dating wise? Oh, I literally don't know. I was like, girl, I don't know. I, if I could date my friends, I say this all the time. I'm like, literally my friends, if you need like an exemplar of what I want in a relationship, just get my friends and then like find me the, you know, black man equivalent who's willing to be in a relationship with like that's what I mean I, I have great friends and I don't know why I could not seem to like convert that into a relationship but you look what you said Louise about like yeah like people have these really great qualities and sometimes it just doesn't apply to romance and I'm like yeah like I think that is how I end up with really great friends and less than stellar partners so is there anyone that comes to mind any blasts from your past that you're like oh my gosh this person was the total opposite of everything on my list or this person just did not like I'm looking at this list and this person wasn't it and can you think about how long that relationship lasts and why you think it lasted as long as it did oh yikes (laughs) you don't don't have to go into like all the messiness but like Uh, I will tell you their full name no this is where they are the first i'm just gonna go with the first one that came to mind yeah um, yeah they didn't have a lot of these things and also some of the things that i've written down which is um <laughs> which was one of the ones that was like kind of along the lines of just being considerate of me my time mm-hmm. and like kind of show me that you care i guess mm-hmm. or like you pri- you prioritize me there you go yeah and it was really obnoxious. I have no idea why that lasted so long. And I will say that there was, like, that person was a re- repeat offender in my life because <laughs> I allowed sure. them back into my life, like, years wow. later. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nothing has changed. What's wrong with me? Why did I let you back here? Um, but you probably definitely was a person who uh, was really inconsiderate. Right? I mean, you oh, you probably have grown a little bit. Yeah. It seems like Everywhere. you have your life's together. You're in a better place. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Come on. Whatever. You work out a little bit here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Since you said repeat offenders, I'm like, oh, yeah. I had a, a an intense repeat offender. And, like, every single time it was collapsing, I was like, never again. <laughs> 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 like, making a full decree that this would not happen again and then literally like three months later I'm like okay well maybe mm-hmm. you know 90 days is all you need it to change nope but um the thing about that guy well it was definitely a combination of a couple of things and so I guess SZA maybe is to me what Lu- Paramore, Paramore is to Louise maybe I'm not really mm-hmm. sure about that equation but I know whenever I'm in my musical, in my feelings, and I need musical, like, accompaniment, like, SZA is my go-to, and, like, she has this one lyric, (laughs) like, you, whenever you see me post on my personal Insta, black background and white words, (laughs) and lyrics from SZA, I'm in my feelings, (laughs) that is literally when people are like, are you okay, and I'm like, no, 
But um, but one of her lyrics goes something like, basically, why do we put up with this shit when we're lonely? Like, why does like mm-hmm. these things happen right. basically because we're lonely? And so I think about like this one particular guy that comes to mind. Well, shit, a couple of them that come to mind. I'm like, dang, like I think it was loneliness like trumped my list. I was like, yeah, I have my list, and I'm very strong in this until I get lonely, until I'm like in my feelings until I want to be with someone, then it's kind of like, well, it's fine. Okay, maybe you don't have, like, 80% of the list, but, like, you have these, like, 20, and it's great. We'll take what we can get, like, that kind of, like... Um, Start compromising. <laughs> yeah, like, just hella compromise. Like, it, like who am I even compromising with this? Like, this isn't even kind of what you want. And, and that guy, like, he would be, like, he would make a lot of promises, and, like, mm. I get very... Um, very kind of maybe trapped but just kind of caught up in this like oh well but he's a good guy type thing and I had to like reframe it because I'm like well but like he's not he's literally not a good guy because these promises get broken like on a regular basis like this is not someone I would be proud this is not someone I talk about because I'm not proud of being in this relationship and so I can't say that he's really a good guy. I, I'm like, what does good guy mean? Like, he's not a murderer? Great. I'm attracted to non-murderers. <laughs> That's what so, I was about to say. It's like, what well, we actively think about as bad and good, right? Or, right. Well, yeah, what well, we actively think about and have imagined as bad or good is exists very much in extremes. That they're not a exactly. murderer. Exactly. So therefore, exactly. they're good. And it's like... They must be good. Oh, they invalidate me. So they're actually still bad people. <laughs> right. Like, I right. cry over this person more than yeah. I cry over, you know whatever um and I'm I'm basically a crier at this point <laughs> and so like yeah I was like I I did not have a list with that guy and I couldn't mm-hmm. even think about like what could be on a list or what was missing because I was like well when we're in it it's good and I think well no let me when it, when we were in it and it was good it was good because you know we were you know we understood each other intellectually like we like had similar questions about like things in life and had similar answers about things. So I was like, ooh, I was very drawn to like the fact that we could connect in a way. Like we had met, like I, he was in grad school. I was about to be in grad school. So like, you know, like that intellectual piece was definitely there, but like nothing else. Oh, well, the sex was good. So like, you know, again, the vanilla sex situation, like that right. was good. And I definitely was probably <laughs> a little digmatized. And so I think I need to add to my list, you know, be mindful of digmatizations. <laughs> like we don't want to be... <laughs> We don't want to be digmatized out here too much, but I definitely did not have or use a list and I'm trying and I'm still new to kind of using it, but I'm trying to at least, I think I'm trying to pick up on patterns and things a little mm. bit quicker. And I, and I was going to say that sizzle lyric is I get so lonely. <laughs> I forget what I'm worth. We get so lonely. <laughs> we pretend that this works. Please, first of all, I love that you looked that up. And yes, the the actual lyrics are so much better than my paraphrasing. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yes. But it, but it, yeah, but it, but it makes sense, right? I think like, yeah, when we are really lonely, we kind of just accept things, right? And then even mm-hmm. though they weren't, even though they weren't bad to the extreme, they weren't good. And I think that's why, like, yep. for me, when I look at my list, I use that language of, yeah, they had seventy percent of these things, but seventy percent of my list is middle tier and bottom tier. But you didn't have mm-hmm. that 30%, which were all top tier and really important, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. yeah, I'm able to, like, you know, come over to your house and, like, Netflix and chill and we can talk and watch movies and all this stuff. But, like, 
I leave your place wanting more and I don't Mm. get that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to be physical and you shut it down. Right. That's not making me feel good. Even though it wasn't bad, it wasn't good either. Well, and it's like, you know, in what other areas of our life can we say like, oh, well, good enough is fine. Like, we're never like, oh, well, like, ah, oh, this job is good enough for only maybe sometimes. But like, generally speaking, we're, <laughs> we're striving to, you know, be at a place in our career. We're striving to like have these things in our lives and, you know, have these hobbies or know these people and do these things. And then somehow when it comes to like relationships, it's like, well, it's good enough for now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely think that is the whole purpose of the list is to like remind me to not be in those good enough positions because I really make myself believe that like this good enough is like good enough (laughs) like this is working this is as good as good as it could be and so the list is a good reminder to me also I want to say I'm very proud of us three that we really did not have any super shallow things well you know, again, mine were, some of mine were ego-driven, but not shallow, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we really didn't have any, any of those ego things, because actually, I feel like I still have a decent amount of girlfriends who are like, no, he needs to be six feet tall. No, Damn. she needs to have X, Y, and Z. And that would have been a good, like, you should have said, bring your, like, list and, like, your shallow list, because I feel oh like I have a shallow <laughs> list. Well, what's sh- I don't have one. Oh, well, okay. like, well, so like, I don't want to date someone who's like shorter than five five, right? <laughs> okay. Shallow. And what what do you think that you know if they were five four? What do you think that lack of an inch would like you know really just not? That is a good you, question. Right? <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't know. Well, and it's funny because I, I, you know, so what's so funny is I really thought I would always end up with a taller guy because I just want to feel. Mm-hmm. And I think my partner and I, I think I'm yes. like an inch taller than okay. my partner. So I'm like, oh. however, do you deal? <laughs> right. However, do I deal? And it's fine. I'll be like, okay, it, it will be, we will survive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, well, I guess, okay. I guess if I had to say is something that's a little bit more shallow, I guess it's always like something about looks or whatever. Well, mm, so my thing that I don't know why it's not on the list is because it's so ingrained in my heart. I always say, cause you know, I, you know, exclusively date men. Right. And so I'm just like the man titties. I can't, I can't, I just, <laughs> I cannot with the man titties. And I'm so sorry. Like you can be the greatest guy. And I'm really, I've really been trying to think about that these last couple of days. Cause I think I may have matched with someone who like, you can kind of, t- I'm like, ah, oh, does he have the man titties? <laughs> I don't, because <laughs> like, I'm like, let me avoid this disappointment now. But I just, I had, you know, an experience or two, and I tried oh. to get past <laughs> the man titties. And I'm not even going to go into that story, but there was just like pendulums and things were swinging, and it was too much. I was like, am I fucking myself? I don't know what's happening. So, like, <laughs> So man titties, that's one. Th- I'm like, you can, and, and that is not to say you can't be a big guy. Cause I'm a big girl and I like them big and I too want to feel, you know, secure. So please right. be bigger than me by all means. But like, maybe don't need a bra. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know? I feel like it's so hard too because admitting the shallow things that like right. I want yeah. is also like, well, you know, setting me up. I'm getting ready to be canceled <laughs> because 
people are like, oh, well, you're <laughs> fat phobic or you're, you know, right. something else. Look. I'm like, tell me that you don't think these things. <laughs> exactly. We're like, let's be real. We're let's owning. This is this is what Brene Brown wants from us, vulnerability. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she wanted. That's what the book was about. Um, but so, cause okay, so I say this, and then let me say this. I think this is true. If I met an amazing man who like completed my list, who had male boob syndrome (MBS, aka man titties), um, which me and my friend made up in like high school, um, <laughs> I it will be fine. Like, it would be fine. I think it would be fine. <laughs> like, I think, like, <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't imagine that literally all other things made equal. <laughs> I guess, like, all other things made equal. I couldn't imagine that you having man titties would be, like, just the ultimate deal breaker right. if you had everything else. Like, because it's going it to... into, like, the preference stuff, right? Like... Right what's what's as being especially being people of color like how Mm -hmm. how does your mbs your lack of mbs preference (laughs) yes is that similar to what extent is that similar as like someone who like won't date people of color right one is racism but the other one could be fat (laughs) one is racism but the other one is fat phobia right one is racism um, right and the other one is fat phobia so i'm like Though, I mean, we can all, I speak about my prejudice all the time against white men. Like, I'm not going to date a white Right, right. Like, I just, and I, oh, but I did, I did swipe on a white guy, and I get you very did. nervous when I did. I did. And I really I, want you to be like, I really want you to be like, by the end of the year, I'm going to swipe on 10 white guys. 10, that's double digits, Louise. Let's make a realistic five. goal. There's still so many men. So like many Like, cut it down by half. <laughs> right, like, okay, maybe five. Okay, and we'll include the one that I already swiped on. Right. I was like, maybe, because what I was trying to do was swipe based on bios because basically that's what a dating coach told me to do she was like if you get like not focus so much in the picture and focus a little bit more about what they actually have in the bio then would you swipe white right or white in this case and I was like (laughs) I actually really enjoyed his bio and I was like yeah full of vibing on that so I was like I will swipe and we actually I think we did match I, I was too nervous to say anything. My my Aww. little bit of game I have goes out the window when I have to like switch things up and like date and like talk to non-black guys. I'm like, does this joke still work for white men? I don't know. <laughs> so I get very flustered. Um, have enjoyed this conversation with y'all. I want to wrap it up and ask if y'all have any kind of last thoughts or questions about anyone's list or anything like that. Well, so my question about Diane's list was already answered because when they were like 99.9%, can I have a child? I'm like, oh, did you have a bad experience with someone who had children? And I guess, wait, maybe that is still my question. It kind of came about just because like at a young age, I I really didn't want children. Like I Mm -hmm. said that to myself and I kept thinking, oh, it was going to change. And some, you know, people would question me. And at some point I'm like, you know, I don't really have to explain this, I guess. Mm -hmm why I don't want to have children, but, you know, there's so many things, and, and a lot of them are, like, along the lines of, I don't want the responsibility to take care of the child, mm-hmm. and I also think it's so important, especially if you're dating someone who has children already, that it's so important that you, that they are dating someone once they are able to, or they are 
comfortable to introduce them to their children, that that's something that that person also takes very seriously. Because right. coming in and out of a child's life is just, it's not something that I definitely don't want to do that. And yeah. um, which is why I'm up, it's usually like the top thing I tell people, absolutely not. And it's like, boy, why do you hate children? I'm like, why do you equate <laughs> that to me? Children. I, I love ankle you. biters. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I That's love it. children. I just don't want them to be mine. And I want the freedom to like explore and go everywhere. Mm -hmm. If I had a dog, I could leave it with my friend, but I'm not leaving my child with my friend to go on a two week vacation. (laughs) You know, and Diane, I love that you do not equate owning an animal to owning a human. So, I should not say owning. (laughs) Having. (laughs) (laughs) Slavery has ended. (laughs) But yes, any other, any last thoughts, any last questions? Did we forget anything? Are all hearts clear? Oh, I was going to say just thanking Diane for being here and being fantastic. Our first guest for season two. Of course. Yes. I'm all all here for talking about these sorts of things. I love it. I love it. Like as soon as you reply, I was like, oh yeah, we're going to have you on the show. (laughs) I'm very much like, okay, when people intrigue me in the DMs, I'm like, I have to (laughs) bring you on. That's the new thing. What's it called? Chatrice is our... uh, talent scout or what's it called <laughs> you're a casting director casting director casting yes director. talent recruiter yes that is at co-host slash uh casting director <laughs> this is what i bring to this here loveliness but yes well thank you all so much for listening and staying with us on our second season of courting in color and don't forget to send us your tales fails and details of all of your dates lovers and lists and all the things and everything in between Um, And until next time, be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Work.